Watch him make it, break it, break it, break it All right, you know what it is. This is the Gangsta Rap Odyssey. We're back for another episode. Obviously, today's topic is going to be Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Excuse me, Snoop Dogg Doggy Style, the 30th anniversary, man. It's been 30 years since this record came out. That's bonkers to me. Uh, how does it sit, you know, today? You know, how does it does it hold up? You bet it does, man. It's fucking classic, this record. Uh, I don't know what you guys think, but the year 1993... Damn, man. Let's take a look at what actually came out that year, man. And then I want to talk about uh, how dope the record was, you know, um, in comparison to all of this shit, man. I mean, we're talking about some heavy-duty records that came out mostly from Ruthless Records of all people, man. I'm uh, Like uh, Above the Law, Black Mafia Life comes out in 93. Um, you know, MC Ren, Shock of the Hour, Easy e It's On, Dre Killer came out. There's some big heavy hitters in 1993. You know, Doggy Style hit towards the end of that year in November. Um, but before that, man, you know, what did we know about Snoop Dogg? Uh, he was riding high on Death Row. The Chronic had come out. And the beef between Ruthless and Death Row was pretty hot and heavy already. I had no idea about Snoop Dogg really before Doggy Style came out. I was probably reintroduced right back into gangster rap with uh, with Doggy Style. It was just that type of record for me, man. It, it hit pretty hard on uh, this side. Um, you know, the uh, the thing about it is that I was just a kid, so I and there was no internet. So there was uh, nothing much that I could do about uh, finding records. I lived in a little town, man. You had to, like, go out of the way in a car to get to a, the mall where there were CDs. And, uh, you know, sometimes every now and then, though, somebody would... Uh, find a tape they would record it and they would hand it down and uh, doggy style was one of those tapes that we got um we had been bumping some easy does it you know uh nwa of course some two life crew and uh you know i hadn't thought too much about hip-hop like it wasn't like my thing or whatever i mean it was but it was just kind of like yeah you know i'll listen to it when i can um you know i had a slick rick tape um but it once I heard Doggy Style, it was uh, like I knew that this was my genre. This was my favorite genre, man. And uh, Doggy Style got me hooked back into gangsta rap for sure. Um, and the thing that's funny is we had this tape and it was just kind of like, I don't know if it was dubbed wrong or what, but we thought that like we listened to Doggy Style on side B first and then side A second. So it was reverse for us, you know. So, you know, it started off with the song that I started on on this episode, you know, Who Am I? Uh, I and that's, that's that to me, that still sounds like the first song on this record. You know, listening to it nowadays, um, the record is still dope, man. It was cool to listen to it a few times this week and just be like, man, I forgot how dope this record was. It's fucking sick, man. It's, it's still dope. Uh, you know, Snoop Dogg, his flow on here, what's cool is how hungry he was. And let's not forget about everybody that was with him, too. Everybody just hungry for, you know, to, to make some scratch in this rap game. Um, it wasn't easy back then to get hurt, man. But you had these guys like Warren G and Corrupt and Daz. Uh, these guys that were on The Chronic, of course. But to be on another record uh, just kind of solidified what Death Row was all about. Unaccountable amounts of dirt that becomes all niggas. Any 
everybody killer. You know what the deal is, nigga. You know what the real is. I see is. some rock brand niggas on the corner flagging me down, singing your dad, what's up with the pal? Is that nigga Snoop all right? Hey, yo, what's up with the crew? Is them niggas in jail or is the niggas through? I said, if you ain't up on things, Snoop Dogg is the name, uh-huh. don't pound the game. I didn't really think that these guys were going to be that big. I mean, we had no way of knowing, right? No way of knowing. You know, but I want to talk about what made this record so special and what it had to, uh, what it kind of had up against it. Um, first of all, let's talk about this guy right here, Easy e Easy Does It, uh, one of the first records that I had that, to me, were flawless front to back. Um, this was the standard. And this standard wasn't uh, thumped until uh, Doggy Style came out, in my opinion. You know, you could argue that The Chronic was the new standard for gangster rap. You might be right. It was pretty dope, man. Having Easy Does It in The Chronic there all come before Doggy Style uh, to be the standard of, of gangster rap. And it happened so fast. You know, these came out like in, what didn't, when did Easy Does It come out? Like in 1989? 1988. So it had that, to me, it had that, uh, it was the standard for a few years, you know, like almost five, I guess you could say, you know, a lot happened between 88 and 92. We got some NWA, you know, um, but it was all NWA, Easy e as far as I was concerned. Um, Dr. Dre, The Chronic, dropped in 92. That was cool, but then... Snoop Doggy Dog Doggy Style drops in 93. 93, like we said, hell of a year to drop, man. I mean, we're going up against some big, big records in that year. Um, we'll just, uh, you know, talk about it again here, man. Above the Law. You know, Black Mafia Life. Crazy, man. Cam, Never Again. Uh, Easy E, of course. MC Ren, Shock of the Hour came out right before Doggy Style. Bunch of good shit. Doggy Style comes out of nowhere. Just really comes out of nowhere. Um, and I wasn't even aware back then, tell you the truth. I, uh, like I said, no internet, no nothing. But the record itself, man, let's talk about the record. And I think that it's a dope fucking record, of course. It still holds up in uh, 2023, 30 years later. It's hard to say that it's been 30 years. But, you know, I love the album, the influences it had. Um, you can tell that early on Snoop Dogg was being, maybe he was being groomed by the DOC. He had a little bit of more of little DOC in him. Um, but at the same time, songs like Lottie Dottie kind of showed his, uh, influences from Slick Rick. Um, and who wasn't influenced by Slick Rick? Back then, man, I mean, The Great Adventures of Slick Rick, shit was a classic, man. Everybody had that tape. For those who don't like it, eat a dick. But for those who with me, sing that shit. Has it go a little something like this? Lordy dawdy, we likes to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some niggas who on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. For all my dogs, keeping y'all in health. Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy conditioning Which we create The whole mood of the record was like This new gangster named Snoop Dogg comes out And he's kind of quiet, you know You never, you would have never thought that Snoop Dogg Would be doing commercials for Basically anything under the moon 
um, 30 years later. You know, this little shy guy, skinny, um, you know, hat on all the time, whatever, just looked like this quiet dude, you know, whatever. And uh, nowadays, he's like the biggest pop star on the planet. Um, but back then, man, this guy comes out, you know, he seems he seems cool, quiet, you know, he's just kind of like into his own thing. And uh, it's Snoop Doggy Dog, man. Um, you know, the beats on here, mostly done by Daz. Of course, Dr. Dre has his fingerprints all over it. Um, all perfect, man. The gin and juice could be, I mean, is that the best song? What's the best song on this record, man? What is the best song on Doggy Style? It could be Gin and Juice. I don't know. But, you know, all of it here uh, just goes through these gangsta-ass tales. And for a lot of us, it was the first that we heard of these uh, gangsta-like tales, like in the in such detail, like ever. Um, it wasn't just about like smacking bitches and shooting up parties and whatever that, uh, you know, shit that we heard on NWA, like especially the second NWA record, which was just like almost over the top violence um and and sex uh this one uh it wasn't as uh i mean how do we compare it to like the chronic the chronic was cool but it seemed a little more over the top than doggy style seemed you know doggy style was you could say it was almost a compilation but it was all like snoop dog snoop was definitely in charge on this one here um i love the the detail of his life around this point you know like gin and juice you know talking about having house parties um you know still living at home whatever you know it, it all of it was just perfect for some kids listening in in uh some you know urban areas or uh you know in the suburbs whatever not really knowing much about that gang life but getting this picture painted from snoop dogg was just like damn Got me some sequins gene. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours before I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of And then we had Murder Was the Case. Oh, this track, man, just fucking wicked as shit, man. I listened to it you know, a few times. And, uh, on, on this one, I don't know if it's just my headphones or if it's the remaster, but I can hear things that I never heard before on it. And it's just crazy, man. The beat is sick, man. I love the way they did the beat. Of course, the storytelling on here is just second to none, especially for such a young cat back then being Snoop Dogg. Um, you gotta love murder was the case. Dope ass track, dope ass track. Yeah, nigga, he's a dead motherfucker now. As I look up at the sky, my mind starts dripping, a tear drops my eye. My body temperature falls, I'm shaking and they breaking, trying to save the dough. Pumping on my chest and I'm screaming, I stop breathing, damn I see demons. Dear God, I wonder can you save me? I can't die, my boo-boo's about to have my baby. I think it's too late for praying, hold up, her voice spoke to me and it slowly started saying. Uh, what else, man? Who am I? What's my name? That was a radio single, man, and damn, that thing was bumping. For me, this was the start of the record, because this is where Side B started. I didn't know any different, man. I thought it was Side A. To me, it still sounds like the start of the record, even though it's the second half. Um, could be my favorite song. All of these songs are so good, man. 
But uh, this one just holds a, a special place in my heart because, you know, it was on, it was everywhere, man. It was being blasted on the radio. It was the first song on the tape for me. Um, just a dope-ass track. What's My Name? That's the first song I think of when, uh, when I think of Snoop Dogg, for real. It's the bow to the wild, creeping and crawling, yiggy, yes, yo, and Snoop Doggy Dog in the motherfucking house like every day. Dropping shit with my nigga, Mr. Dr. Drake. Like I said, niggas can't fuck with this. And niggas can't fuck with that. Shit that I drop, cause you know it don't stop, Mr. seven on the motherfucker. The Lady of Rage steps up with the dog pound, and she really kills it on here, man. Uh, she was gonna be something special. Nobody would have known at that point that she could have been the best female rapper in the West. Even today, you know, if you heard her on MC8's record, is it Which Way is West? Man, she kills it. That was like five years ago. I don't know. I don't know if she's done anything lately, but that track with Lady of Rage, man, just shows you like almost 30 years later, she's still killing it out there. Uh, Lady of Rage, just something else, man. And then, uh, you know, the Dog Pound, of course, Daz, Corrupt, all the history that they had, man, just branching off of Death Row, Doggy Style, Snoop Dogg, man, it's just crazy. I love it. Uh, of course, Ain't No Fun. I mean, who doesn't know the words to this entire track? It's crazy. Everybody knows this fucking song, man. They pl they have a censored version on the radio. They still play it these days, man. It's uh, it's one of the funner tracks. It's pretty cool, man. It's uh, it's crazy. I don't know if you could get away with what they be writing and talking about these days on it, but that's why we are glad we were born when we were born when shit was fun. Next time I'm feeling kinda hungry, you can come on over and I break you off. And if you can't fuck that day. Such a cool track. The Doggy Dog World, man. You gotta love the soul that's in that track, man, with the dramatics. Just shows that Snoop Dogg is versatile. He's not just all like bang, bang, shoot him up, smoking weed or whatever. You know, that guy can dip into any music genre, it seems like. And we would later find out, of course, that he, he does. Um, but he does it really good on this record for such a young cat, you know. And then the song that was missing, man, G's and Hustlers. No, no, it was G's Up, Hose Down. I love that song, man. I was so sad when they took it off the CD and cassettes that you tried to buy later. I was like, where's where's G's Up, Hose Down, man? This is crazy. But on the 30th anniversary, you get it. And so that's cool. You know, that's really cool. All my niggas out there. G's Up, Hose Down. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and pimps, listen. One, two, oh, what shall I do? I'm slipping on my khaki suit. The blue one, gun by my side as I mob through the beach on a mission, and I'm fishing for my DJ Warren G. Now, as I look for the buzz, 
and then the the way that the record ends on pump pump man it's just so hyped to me this was how side a ended but in actuality for everybody else pump pump was the final track um i like the features on there even though it doesn't list who the features are on at least through streaming media uh i forget the guy's name who was on this uh track but but he kills it you know wet him up with the biscuit you know that's so cool i love that uh that that part and that guy um so all in all, you know, the record comes out November 23rd, 1993. We got some sick ass features, guys that would go on to be legends that we had no clue, man, that they would be legends. You know, we're talking RBX, the Dog Pound, Lady of Rage, you know, Das Corrupt, of course, the Dog Pound, and then Snoop Dogg himself. We had no idea what Snoop Dogg would be doing and how many more records he would be putting out. I remember back in the day, if you didn't come out like every year, it seemed like forever that you didn't drop. Like eternity, man. It was nuts. And uh, now I feel like we almost have a record a year for Snoop Dogg. You know, almost 30 records. What do I know, though? He's got a lot of shit out there. I love the album, though. Um, Now, my question is, is it the greatest gangster rap album ever made? That's a tough question, man. That's a tough question to answer. Um, Because whenever I think of comparing the greatest gangster raps ever, I always put them against Snoop Dogg. Like, that seems to be the standard for me. You know, I think there was Easy Does It. Um, That was my first favorite gangster rap record from front to back. Um, And then Doggy Style came out. I mean, The Chronic came out before that, but I still kind of gave Easy Does It the edge. Um, Although I recognize that The Chronic changed everything for sure. Um, then Doggy Style comes out, and that just blows everything out of the water. Um, you know, my mind's blown. I'm hooked on gangster rap again. I love it. And then uh, after that, I could, you know, I, I'd probably say maybe Bone Thugs and Harmonies '99 was close, but uh, I'd say that the features that that record had were nowhere as cool as the features on this record. Um, so this one still has the edge. You know, what do you think, man? What records are better than Doggy Style? Is Doggy Style the best gangster rap record ever? Is it the best record ever? Um, why don't you guys let me know in the comments, man? Sound off, you know. What is what record is better than Doggy Style? Does Snoop Dogg have a better album himself? Uh, do you think The Last Meal or The Blue Carpet Treatment or maybe even uh, The Dogfather is his best? You know, I've made the argument that The Dogfather could be the best. I don't know, man. It's a tough, uh, tough topic. Why don't you guys let me know what you think in the comments. Thanks for checking out the podcast in this episode. It is the 30th anniversary of Snoop Dogg and Doggy Style. So go ahead and check it out. Bump it, man. It's the week to bump it. And uh, we'll be back with our next episode. Check us out at throwback88.com for the archives. Check out the podcast, the YouTube channel. And then our uh, 62nd Gangsta Rap Daily where we just... Checking out records for 60 seconds and doing the quickest review on the planet, man, every day. Check us out, man. Peace. Watch him make it, break it, break it, break it, break it.